Hello friends, it's me. No intro, no shout outs, just me and you today. It's been a couple weeks since I've posted a new episode. I post a new episode every Friday and I appreciate your patience. Some of you may know and some of you may not know, but I recently experienced a really sudden, unexpected, devastating loss in my life. My best friend, Melissa Herrera, of 25 plus years, suddenly passed away right after Thanksgiving on November 27th. And so today marks two weeks and I'm still grieving, of course, and it's still so strange to talk about it, but I wanted to come on here with no fluff and just be raw, because I believe my best friend, Melissa, and I'm going to refer to her as best, that's what we called each other, best, bestellini, we had many nicknames for each other, but in honor of her, I have a photo of her, of of us, one of our favorite picture together. So I'm looking at that and just knowing that she would want me to keep going, to keep showing up and being myself. And so that's what I'm going to do. You know, when I started this podcast with the first episode, I had no idea where it was going to go, who was going to listen, what was going to be about. But I knew it came from a place of pain from losing my sister Odette and my dad and having so much loss already in my life that I just wanted to connect with people and share what I experienced, share what I knew and help. You know, I just wanted to do that and make purpose out of the pain, if that makes sense. And she was actually one of the first few people who had listened to the first episode before it got uploaded and had no script. And she right away messaged me and called me and she was in tears and was just so proud of me and just has been such a rock for me and my grief journey and my healing journey. So it's so strange for me to come on here and talk about her not being here but I just feel in my heart just unexpectedly to show up today with all of you just as I had that first time unscripted there's no script um and just be vulnerable and raw because I think that pain births beauty and she would say the same thing you know I think we're all quilts uh, made up of each other you know with the impact that we make on one another's lives. We leave an imprint. We leave a message. We leave a meaning. We leave a lesson. We leave something in the other person. And we all become these little walking quilts of all the people that we've experienced and what we've taken from them being in our lives. So even as I show up today, I know she's here because she's made so much impact in my life. And I know that she would want me to show up still and in my own 
you know, way. This is how I've chosen to. Um, No editing, no intro, no outro, no like music or the how to's. It's just this is it. (laughs) Like this is life, you know, and this is life, too, as my one of my dear friends, Sheeta, would say, this is life, too. And that you get, you know, the the joy with the sorrow. Um, Melissa is just just I can't even say enough amazing things about her. And when I'm ready to, I'm going to make an episode just dedicated to all the things that she's taught me in my life. You know, she's we had every single class together in seventh grade and that's how we met you know god knew in junior high that we were meant to be in each other's lives and it's like the funniest story because she shared that in the speech at my wedding and it's so crazy to think back to all that time you know that the people in your life they're meant to be there for however long and the most important thing we can do is just create memories and connections and leave each other much more inspired and much more better. That's what she did for me. And I miss her so much already. So I just don't even know. Just thinking about the future and having to create new memories with her. Um, it's definitely not my first rodeo, unfortunately, with grief. So I've navigated this before and I'm going to be fine and I'm going to be okay. And in fact, I'm going to be much more motivated and encouraged and empowered to carry what she's taught me through everything that I will continue to do in my current lifetime. And... I just want to say wherever you are listening from that 2020 has been such a hard year for so many people and life has been so hard for so many of you or so many of us. And I just want to just say that it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to have your emotions. It's okay to be human and have our experiences and and know that there's no borders when it comes to connection when it comes to the stories we tell of one another and so I'm gonna take some time and grieve and I just wanted to come on to say thank you for your patience thank you for your understanding You know, the same thing I tell other people to do, I'm practicing and doing myself. As a therapist, I'm seeking out therapy again. You know, this loss is devastating and, you know, brings up other losses. And with everything in life, we've never been here before. But we're going to take what we learned and take what we know and apply it to the same recipe or the same pattern, if that makes sense. So since I've had so much loss already, I know that I need a space that's sacred and safe for me to process it, 
to be held, to put down my strong, to, you know, put everything down and to process it. I mean, there's no other way I can think about it besides just have my own space. It's not a family. It's not a friend. And I have my first session on Monday right before the funeral. Her funeral will be on Tuesday. Um, and so pain sucks, <laughs> you know, it really, it, it, I don't want to sugarcoat it and I'm not going to make this like, oh, everything happens for a reason. I, I, I don't believe that. I believe that we show up and we do our very best and we can only hope that along the way we've done something meaningful that's outside of ourselves for others and left people better, kinder, left the planet better, left each other better, our communities better, ourselves better. And so I know that I'll be okay. I'm doing all the self-care things and all the soul care things. And this podcast is one of them. This is therapeutic for me. Talking being just raw and real, all of that feels genuine and important and aligned for me. But what I want to leave you with is a few things that she left me with that I feel are just meaningful. Um, you know, and the, and the interesting thing is I went to go on our walk that we had gone on once just recently and went along that path and then ended up in a couple stores that her and I had both gone into just recently and little did I know that I'm going to be picking out the clothes for the funeral from those stores and one of them the gentleman had helped us last time he's the shop owner an elderly sweet man and, you know, it's just strange shopping for funeral clothes for your best friend. It's just, just, it's just weird. So, you know, I'm trying on a couple things and, you know, he made a comment like, oh, those shoes look great. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. You know, it's just like a weird thing. Like, so I decided to be honest and say, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just shopping for funerals. So it's kind of weird, you know, that. Yeah, cute shoes, like, oh, thanks, um, kind of, kind of just leaves you funny, and then when I said that, he was, uh, so devastated, and we had a little chat, and I told him, I said, actually, was here last month, and she was here, and showed him a photo, and he's like, oh, I think I remember you, and I remember her, and I, I helped you, I was like, yeah, you did, and He's like, oh, she was so vibrant and so radiant. He's and he was just so so sad. And he's like, oh, um, you know, just God bless you and keeping you in prayer. And I said, thank you so much. And and he said, what was her name? And I said, Melissa. And he said, oh, wow. He's like, that's my wife's name. And she was at the counter, his wife. And he's like, that's my Melissa over there. And it was just this full circle moment where I'd been wanting to 
find a sign or something spiritual or meaningful. And I think when you're grieving and you're in so much pain, that's what you're searching for, for comfort. And it was in that moment, I was like, oh, best, you're here. (laughs) You're here. It's weird. I'm shopping for your funeral. And here's this woman who's named Melissa helping me. And, you know, they remember you and your smile and so wherever you are and you're hurting and you're grieving I I my heart goes out to you my prayers go out to you thank you for those of you know you who have reached out and people have been just so kind so so kind to me along this way Melissa made a lot of impact on a lot of people and people she knew people who didn't know her are just so inspired by her big generous heart and you know, I've been flooded with so much love and I thank you so much, whether you know me in real life or you've met me through my social media and podcast. I just find that human connection is the most powerful part of this whole being human thing. We leave each other much more rejuvenated and inspired and better off. And so every time I want to close up, I I remember now that connection is is key to joy. (laughs) Even if it hurts, I I won't regret anything that Melissa and I shared in our time together. As painful as it is to not be able to pick up the phone and call her right now, I'm just so thankful to God that we met that day and had so many memories together over the years so many laughs so many ways that we just got in trouble and oh god the stories they're just endless and the laughs and the the memories I mean she was coming to Bali next year on my retreat she was so excited for Bali we would talk about it and I know she'll still be there in her own special spiritual way life has never never uh, according to plan and that can feel frightening trust me I get it I have a lot of anxiety too um but one thing I know for certain is that we are so so resilient that we take pain and we can transform it through time through community through soul care, self-care. And so that time will come for me as well and for you as well. But right now, mourning is appropriate. Mourning is okay. Grieving, hurting, being sad, being angry is okay. And that's where I am. So I just wanted to show up and say that and say thank you for hanging in there with me. I'll be back to upload and create new episodes soon. But I want to leave you with a few things, like I mentioned. Um, one is a quote Melissa left me best. She left me in my birthday card this past September, and she I, she knows I love quotes, and she got me just a whole self-care kit and a bunch of little quote cards. And she said, best, there's like 20. <laughs> and she said, best, pick the one or no, no, not pick the one. She said, go through them. And then the one that gives you chills, 
let me know which one it is because that's the one that gave her chills. She's like, it's just, it's like the one. I'm like, okay, best. So I'm reading every card. I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. And then I came across one that I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. And I just got teary-eyed. And I looked at her and she was teary-eyed and we had a glass of wine and we're like, oh my God, we just had a laugh and a cry at the same time. I said, this is it, isn't it? And she said, yes. So I want to read that to you because it just is comforting to me in this time. And I hope that it is for you too. But she said, or the quote card said, we have no right to ask when a sorrow comes, why did this happen to me? Unless we ask the same question for every joy that comes our way. And she had been through, I mean, every step of the way with me along the way of losing my sister. And she, I mean, our family was just, she called us her second family and she was there through it all. And so she knew all the sorrow, but she also knew all the joy and would remind me of it and remind me to focus on that. So in the spirit of like, my best I want to focus on the joy and the sorrow because they live together. And there's a poem actually called Joy and Sorrow that I want to read to you. It's by Khalil Gibran and it's from his book called The Prophet. And it's just a beautiful, 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 beautiful poem about literally that like joy and sorrow and I read it from time to time for comfort and I want to read it in this moment now to you and it goes then a woman said speak to us of joy and sorrow and he answered your joy is your sorrow unmasked the self-same well from which your laughter rises was oftentimes filled with your tears. And how else can it be? The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Is not the cup that holds your wine the very cup that was burned in the potter's oven? And is not the lute that soothes your spirit the very wood that was hollowed with knives? When you are joyous, Look deep into your heart and you shall find it is only that which has given you sorrow that is giving you joy. When you are sorrowful, look again in your heart and you shall see that in truth you are weeping for that which has been your delight. Some of you say joy is greater than sorrow and others say nay, sorrow is the greater. But I say unto you, they are inseparable. Together they come, and when one sits alone with you at your board, remember that the other is asleep upon your bed. Verily, you are suspended like scales between your sorrow and your joy. Only when you are empty are you at standstill and balanced. When the treasure keeper lifts you to weigh his gold and his silver, needs must your joy or your sorrow rise or fall. I love that poem so much. It's just such a reminder that why I cry, why I'm sad is because I had so much joy, so much love from her. 
and our time together. And I'm sad because I miss her, you know, and I, I, I miss her. I don't know how else to say it. And when you miss someone, you get sad. And I don't hide the sadness. I'm not afraid of the sadness. I'm not afraid of being angry. Knowing she was so young and it's so sudden. But I also hold the joy in the same way of knowing I have so many memories. And she lived such a good full life. It was cut short, but she lived so fully she traveled she had so many people who loved her she loved so many people she just had so much thirst for life and went and did the things she wanted to do and just did just did it just did the things that brought her joy and she loved so hard and so I will continue to honor you best and remember you and if you're missing somebody tonight if you're grieving today I just want you to know that I I I get it I feel you and that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and that your joy and your sorrow are part of this human experience and the last thing I want to leave you with is a, a, a quote or a saying that she said during her speech at my wedding, which leaves me with some comfort tonight. She was a very spiritual person. And so she had said, although we loved planning what was to come and when we wanted it, God's plan is oh so much more better than a plan we could have ever had for ourselves. Melissa Herrera. Ugh, best. I miss you. I love you. Wherever you are in this spiritual realm, I trust you're going to guide me. You're going to guide all the people you have loved and beyond. Your impact was deep, my friend. Your life was angelic and inspiring, and I miss you. Thank you, friends, for listening. Thanks for taking me as I am. That's all we can ever ask of each other. Sending so much love to your hearts, from my soul to yours. Take good care of you, and I'll do the same. Thank you so much, friend, for tuning in and for your time. My wish for you tonight is that you continue to trust the process of the joy and the sorrow in your own life. Sending so much love your way right now. Take good care of you and let's take good care of each other.